Good morning and welcome to episode birth year 89. For all you that don't know, Aaron and I were born in 1989. It was a hell of a year, so that's why we're calling this is the birth year episode. Um, this is the Sunday Conversation Podcast, hosted by your boy, A Tails, me, Ben Da Kid. That used to be my nickname for all you fuckheads that don't think it used to be my nickname. <laughs> and um, we are presented by Loyalty Liquors, our fine friends down south. They're just fucking crushing it. They're actually looking for um, they're looking for an employee. So if you're in the uh, the, the Metroplex area, I saw a Facebook post. Uh, they're looking for an employee. So <clears throat> there's that. And Pack Leashes. And we're not sure about Pack Leashes. Still, still haven't found oh. out where they are yet. But yeah, all right. Well, here we are. It sounds like we got some interesting weeks, and uh, let's let's hit it. Hey, tails. How was your week, buddy? So I don't remember when we started doing the like, oh, my week is great. And if you just say that, like, you know, you'll manifest better weeks because it'll set your your mindset uh, more positively. <clears throat> Even I can't bullshit and sugarcoat this week being great because. There is no definition of the word great in any language that would, would be applicable to this week. Um, I was talking to a friend yesterday and they kind of they kind of told me exactly where it started and I didn't realize it in the moment. But last Sunday morning, going to make coffee and, uh, you know, I use a French press and I, I think this is what happened, but. When I make cold brew, I, you know, I put the coffee grounds in the, um, in the French press, put cold water in, throw it in the fridge, leave it overnight, you know, press it in the morning, cold brew, right? Obviously, it's, you know, winter's coming here. It's starting to get a little chillier in the morning, so I've kind of transitioned over to hot coffee. So I'm going to make hot coffee, not even paying attention to what I'm doing. I put the grounds in the French press. I have water boiling on the stove, and I accidentally put a little bit of cold water in the french press and then i realized what i was doing i was like idiot so i just left oh it obviously and i'm then, sensing some sort of chemical reaction that exploded the thing so i i then put in the boiling water and it just blew the entire side of the french press out coffee all over me you know literally just took the water off the stove all over the ground, made a gigantic fucking mess. Here, I'll show you the picture. Gigantic fucking mess. Just coffee grounds and water everywhere, all over my phone, which is now also fucked up. But that was my kitchen floor last Sunday. Uh, my my screen went gray for four hours. I was trying to get a new phone, but like nowhere around me had like iPhones I could buy. And I'm apparently not eligible for an upgrade, even though I've had this phone for like 27 months. So that was Sunday. Patriots win, you know, pretty convincingly. Things are now looking back. Things are looking, things are getting better. Okay. All right. Okay. Shit. This doesn't so sound good. Then work week starts. Okay. So this week we had a survey with one of our suppliers. Basically what that entails is upper management from one of the companies we get our products from 
three or four people come into the market, they drive around to 20, 25 stores, and they make sure all their products are where they want them to be on the shelves next to the competitors, you know, priced properly, merchandised properly, rebates up, displays up, you know, they just want to make sure their stuff looks right in the store. Well, I had five accounts on this survey. And so I had to spend half my day Monday, half my day Tuesday, and half my day Wednesday in these five stores, making sure they look exactly how they're supposed to, sending in product that is coming back, like we're taking it back out. We only sent it in so it looks like they carry it to make the store looks better. So I have to move things around on the shelf. I have to, you know, create price tags, do all this bullshit. And all the while, I'm not selling. And I'm a commission paid salesperson. So if I'm not selling, I'm not making any money. So just 10, I think probably 10 or 11 hours spent doing that this week, not selling, just completely off the road, dealing with this bullshit, trying to make sure everything's perfect, logistics, getting other people involved, blah, blah, blah. Stress the fuck out. Cause like, I got to get this shit done. I have no choice and it's fucking up my whole week. Wednesday. The last account I have to get set up, I go in the morning, get it mostly set up. I had two more things I had to do uh, that had to wait on the manager of the store. So I said, you know what, I'll come back at the end of the day. I'll finish all this up and uh, and we'll get it taken care of. So I come back end of the day, finish what I have to do. I'm sitting out in my car, texting my sister, you know, cars running. I look up every warning light on the dashboard is on every single one. Like just, it looked like Chernobyl's reactor right before it blew up. Just every warning light flashing. Okay. Interesting. So turn the car <laughs> that off. Sounds pretty bad. Turn the car off, go to turn it back on. Doesn't start alternator shit to bed. And obviously when your alternator goes and it's just run on the battery and the battery starts to die, all the electrical systems shit to bed and, and all that goes. So alternator shits to bed at the end of the day, Wednesday. And I, I, at this point I was so fucking fed up. I was like, I was like, nope, I'm done. I'm leaving this fucking car here. I got an Uber home. I came back Thursday. So Thursday morning, I had to rent a car, go back up, deal with my car. Lost another three hours of, of a work day on Thursday. On top of all that, I got a couple personal things going on that I'm not going to get into on the podcast. It's just been, it's been a hell of a fucking week, Ben. Let's just sum it up like that. Well, shit. Okay. Well, shit. Posit- positivity, though. This is how you turn a bad week. I had a good day yesterday. Went and got my hair cut at this new place that was recommended to me. Bunch of great ladies there. Hung out and talked with them for 20 minutes after I was done getting my hair cut. Got a good workout in. You know, Dylan's coming down. to Dylan and his girl are coming down tonight for dinner. So, you know, things are looking up. But the first four days of this week were a complete clusterfuck. So, uh, uh, Benny, how was your week? Well, that's a tad different than yours, <laughs> but it wasn't all just rainbows and butterflies, you know, because I've been at school. It's, yeah, right. Um, this is, uh, what did we call me? Uh, am I, uh, yes, yeah, school kid Ben, um, but <laughs> no longer. I'm, I'm a graduate. So, I think you, you finish your shirt? Talked, so, on, we last chatted on last Saturday. Last Saturday, which, what, what would the date have been? Sixth. Six. Okay. So I was two. I, I started my, my open water on the fourth. Yeah. So I had the fourth, the fifth, the sixth. 
Saturday. I graduated this, that Sunday from open water. That night, I went right and met with the advanced open water guy. Started that Monday morning. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday was my advanced open water class. Yep. Thursday was um, Toby's birthday. Happy birthday, Toby. And, and um, so we went to, just spent the day at this badass little beach. We took a ferry to like another part of the island. Uh, her like birthday's 11-11? 11-11, yeah. How oh, cool damn. is that? And well, you that's were sticks. Why, yeah, well, that's kind of why, you know, just. Numerology, baby. Yeah, all right. So anyway, um, so then third uh, Friday, I did my, my first two fun dives. Okay. Um, so I did fun dives. Uh, I'm sorry. I did four dives yesterday. I did two in the morning, two in the afternoon. And it was, it's, it's fucking so cool, dude. Cause now it, it wasn't like you're being judged. You're not, hey. Oh, it's not like a training dive. It was yep. just like, go down, fucking swim around. Saw two Eagle rays. Oh, sick. Um, and then just, Oh dude, I saw the biggest crab you've ever seen in your life. Like if you were to make the biggest Oh, you could with your hands. Yeah. It would be bigger than that. It was the pin, the pinchers were the size of my arms. Oh my like God. it was. We thought it was like deformed. It was like yeah. up under the shipwreck. It was kind of cool. But long story short, it was it was badass. It pretty much rained here every single day except for two days. The eleventh yeah. was sunny, um, and then the fourth, I believe, was sunny, and. Besides that, it was fucking, dude, just badass. Like, in terms of learning a new thing. Like, I feel like, you know, it's just one more thing I can do now. And I, I was, like, I immediately said to Toby when I got um, my cert or whatever, I graduated. And I, I, I was like, all right, well, I think I want to get my pilot's license now. <laughs> <laughs> just because I just, I like the feeling of, like, you know, being able to do all these fun things. So, yeah, um, it was cool. It was interesting. I learned a lot. Um, but now, now it's like done. So I can kind of just like, whatever, just enjoy it and not fucking, you know, it was, it was some long days with like, oh, they're dude. very fucking thorough here. This is probably like, if you look up like top dive centers in the world, this one is like always one of them. Yeah. Utila and Roatan are huge dive hotspots. So, um, the way they operate here, it's like not a fucking joke. Like the, the instructors are thorough. They like, you know, they don't, they don't let you fucking get your certification unless they're confident with your abilities and when you're dealing with shit you know it's like yesterday we're on our second on our fourth dive um so it was me this kid who's been sailing for the last two years he, i'm looking at his sailboat right now he's here for a couple months doing his uh dive dive master program but he's just docked right out here in the bay he said he's been sailing all around for the last two years so him and I were dive buddies. And then there was this another, another couple. Um, the guy was from South Africa and the girl was also from South Africa. She spoke a bunch of different languages. 
they were telling us all about different countries because where we're about to go. And they were kind of telling us the ins and outs, where we should go, where we shouldn't. Either way, we're 60 feet down, 21 meters down, a little bit more than 60 feet. And she had put sunscreen on. And when we're, we were all the way at the deepest part of our dive and we were like a few minutes into it. And this is what, you know, she was saying, she went and like, touched her boyfriend's arm and was like you know i can't see maybe yeah. some sort of thing and he, he was like do you want me to like like tell the woman and, and yeah. she like waved like no so a couple more minutes go by not like when i say a couple minutes i actually mean like maybe you know two minutes yeah and then <clears throat> this huge like moray eel was like Ooh. coming out from under this the shipwreck and he like pointed at it and she's like I, like yeah, she right. could she couldn't see he's like how the fuck can you not see that it's huge yeah so he went and signaled or you know got our instructor her eyes swole, swelled up completely and the sunscreen was burning her eyes so bad she couldn't do anything oh, so she couldn't see we're 60 feet down so you know everything was perfect you know we did all the protocols basically we all just stayed out of the way and yeah. then our guide, it's not our instructor at this point, because these are fun dives. Yeah. So our guide, who is an instructor, kind of went over to her. You know, she obviously, she kept trying to clear her yeah. mask. So she was adding water in, trying to like hoping that would like clear it. But I'm guessing the probably the salt water was just burning yeah, the sunscreen worse. even more. So we, <clears throat> the, the, our guide, Julie, she's fucking badass, dude. Badass diver, but you know we all came up we did our safe because you got to do a, a three minute safety yep. stop at 15 meters so, you don't get so the right so we did our you know safety stop and basically the guy just kind of had her arm on her and you know as long as if someone's with you you know you can kind of like it was it did nothing was like chaotic yeah. like if that makes sense it wasn't like she didn't like freak out but it just all I was getting at was it just goes to show you like one, don't ever put fucking sunscreen on underneath your mask. Yep. Two, don't ever wear sunscreen anyway. Fucking stay tan. <laughs> and uh, three, um, it's, it's, it was, dude, you're 60 feet down in the water. It's like, you know, that's a little, so Four, be, don't ever to, die alone, dive alone. Right. Oh, totally. And, and uh, the number one rule of diving, make sure everyone gets back to the boat safe. Um, yep. So, that was just, but all I'm getting at is like the, the confidence. Like, I think yeah. I would have been completely confident in that situation too. Like I know what I need to do, especially I'm sure she could see a tiny bit. So once the yeah. instructors like with her or, or the guide, you know, it's like whatever, but um, either way um, shit can happen and it's a different world down there. It's like, right. You know, we breathe air. So right. when you're in an environment where you, cannot breathe air unless you have proper equipment it's yeah. it's a it's definitely it was cool i got out of my comfort zone i i thought i was going to be a way more sketched out than i was i actually yeah. like i i thoroughly like love diving um i knew like i knew that i wanted to love it but it was the kind of thing you can't know until you do it like sure. you don't know how you're gonna <clears throat> react you know some people get like claustrophobic or whatever. Some people yep. just whatever, but um, breathing, 
deep breaths, like fucking just calm down. And it's, you know, it, it's just really cool. So, I mean, obviously, uh, right. Did I tell you right next door is the free dive utila place? No. Yeah. So one of our buddies, he, he went there with like a two minute breath hold. So he came here, did his, um, did his rescue course, his scuba rescue course, and then went next door to do a, a free dive course. Yep. And he could do like a two minute breath hold. And the other day he did like a four and a half or, or like almost five minute breath hold diving. That's pretty intense. So, yeah. So I, I mean, it's definitely, the lungs are fucking incredible. Um, and then I guess it's all the breath work before. I didn't realize like, yeah, you do all this breathing before and like whatever. I mean, I don't know because I've never done it. You've done it a little bit. Maybe you can fill me in. Yeah. I, uh, Ben, for, first of all, I, I love that. Uh, I love that you're having a blast and it's, and it's honestly, when it comes to diving, like people forget, I used to work at a scuba shop that was also a, uh, Patty certified, uh, training, uh, dive center. Um, and like, and where I worked was, they were fucking ridiculously thorough, you know, like the, the guy who owned the shop was a, uh, ex Marine. Well, you know, he was a Marine, a retired Marine. Yeah. Once a Marine, always. <laughs> yeah, Marine. Exactly. Okay, Aaron, Jesus. Yep. Yep. That's on me right after Veterans <laughs> Day. Nice work. Uh, so he was extremely thorough and like it, but you know, it doesn't, take a lot for things to go wrong so it's definitely one of those things you don't want to cut corners on i think people try and cut corners um you know going to like mexico and shit and and you know getting certified in three hours and you know going out and diving and you know all that shit but um when it comes to yeah so i have asthma and if you have asthma, you have to get a doctor to clear you to get scuba certified. So I kind of took up free diving as a, as a hobby instead. And I was right there with you, Benny. I mean, it's, there's something like really cool about getting yourself out of your comfort zone, learning a new skill. But yeah. When it comes to those super long breath holds, it's all about uh, the breathing beforehand, like, and like practicing it. I was up to like a minute and a half minute 45 by the time I left San Diego, but um it's, it's just practice and just getting used to it. And it's a different style of, of breathing because everybody thinks that like big, huge, deep breaths are the best way to do it, but it's really more about saturating your blood oxygen levels, which is better with like, like big breaths in short breaths out and like retaining oxygen. It's almost like uh, if anyone's familiar with Wim Hof, his, like his breathing techniques yes. are like very well, he's similar. The ice like man, right? the ice man. Yeah. He's a, he's a fucking psychopath climb Mount Kilimanjaro barefoot in a 24 hours and shit. Summited Everest yeah, with I mean, no shirt dude, on. That, honestly, that's not, I mean, that's not that impressive. Like, fuck, you don't really well, need okay. shoes. So you know how many people fucking like, yeah, hike dude, or like, climb Everest or uh, Kilimanjaro over yeah, here? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm walking around these streets down here and I'm, most of these people don't have shoes. So it's like, fuck off, Wayne. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> granted, it's 99 degrees and it's 135% humidity. Is it so, uh, still super oh, fucking dude, hot down here? Oh, God. It's yeah. going to be 35 well, degrees hot. here tonight. I'm actually, I'm going to look. I would like to see what the actual weather is. Um, oh, se- oh, currently seven. It's going to be 82 today. Oh, that's not bad. W- with a 90% chance of rain. Uh, oh, God. Oh, 
You said it's raining. It's, it's, it's the wet season down there. Um, it is. It's like, of course, we would come here when it's like on the website, like after we got down, we're like looking around. It's like worst time to come to Utila, November. <laughs> hey, we say, yeah, let's go in November. Um, but yeah, no, no, that's great, dude. I'm, I'm glad you're fucking, uh, I'm glad you're loving it. Cause it's, uh, it's funny, Benny. I think there's a lot of this in, in both of us, but this, like, when you find something new, this like almost obsessive nature with it, you know? And, and yeah. And the worst part is like, we all know I'm a fucking gear nerd. Yeah, so you're going to buy a million model, different things. So it's like, and, Jesus, and you like, want to talk I about all this new shit now, BCBs, regulators, fucking, and you, you want to talk in, about expensive shit. <laughs> Sign me up. If it's expensive, I love it. Dive, diving <laughs> equipment is b- banana lands, how expensive some of it is. And then again, you start to think about it. Well, it's like, well, wouldn't you want good equipment when you're fucking sure? You know? and, and the other part of it, too, is that like a lot of it is like durable. Like, you know, it's not like it's not like you spend All a right, fortune. This and This is shit what I'm going to say, though, Aaron, because. Yeah. Dude, we already played the most expensive sport going. Like, wow, that's a, what, all you need is a BCD. That's twelve hundred bucks. Well, yeah. a pair of skates is twelve hundred. Shin right. pads are probably two fifty now. Yeah. Fucking pants are at least two hundred or three hundred. Yep. yep. Uh, shoulder pads are, uh, th- you know, two hundred bucks. Elbow pads are one hundred and fifty bucks. Gloves yep. are probably two fifty. Yeah, probably two two fifty. Um, yeah. Sticks are uh, three hundred a pop. Yep. Um, and have 30 so yeah, day warranties and break all the yeah, time. So there you're already sitting at fucking, you know, four <laughs> grand. Um, and you haven't even paid your fucking fee to go play yet. Yeah, right. So, um, <laughs> okay, I get fair. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. Um, um you get, you're going to end up getting, uh, you can end up getting a dry suit, Benny. No, no. Um, I'm actually, I can't figure out what I want because I've been using a three mil yep. long, so like a full mm-hmm. and and then if um the other one i i'll use is just like a three mil shorty but the what's shorty, the water temperature it's 29 degrees celsius so i don't really so know warm. i'm all in metric now i now and now i i now from now on i say i write the date um day date a uh, day month year now the that's, way the, the literally entire the rest of the world does so yeah, the water temp so, is 85 degrees yeah so, but I'll say this is like, you lose, like every dive you do, you lose, you lose 20 times more body heat underwater. So the sure. wetsuit is just there to kind of form that little layer of water that stays yep. warmer, but even 85 degree water, I'm like shivering after my fourth oh, yeah, dive. You get cold, so, sure. so I'm, what I'm trying to figure out is like when I invest in a wetsuit, like which one I would get, which yeah. I'm probably going to be leading to, I'll probably get multiple wetsuits. Yeah. Um, a three, a but, four, a five, you know, well, just in case you go more, do some more, Arctic diving. More, yeah. Yeah. Dry suit. Um, <laughs> be getting a uh, semi dry suit. <laughs> but uh, so that being said, I'm not sure. Cause I don't know where I'm going to be like primarily diving. If, if I'm, if it's, yeah. if it's going to be like a traveling t- style of diving, the best bet's probably just like to rent but then again yeah. it's like i can't believe i can't even tell you how many times i have to quiet down because i'm here but i mean i i peed in my wetsuit at least two, 225 times 
um, in the nine days or, or 12 days. So they say definitely not to do that. And uh, I couldn't, I couldn't stop. Dude. I, I, that was one thing I noticed. I was just I peeing all the time. And I don't know if it's because it was like the weight belt pressing on me, but it's just well, like a constant. I felt like my well, and the pressure of 100% the ocean. Cool. Right. Totally. Uh, so my favorite but, thing, my favorite thing was being able to, cause my first couple of days I was having a lot of trouble peeing down at depth. So then I, when we were like figured a it lot out. of times, a lot of times like in our second course, we didn't have a DM. We didn't have a dive master. So it's just our instructor. Yeah. And his name's Patrice. He's from Quebec. He plays hockey. He fucking loved me. He was the fucking man. But uh, <laughs> he, he was like using me. Cause like, as his, like I was holding shit for him under the water. Yeah. Obviously I got it very quickly. So yeah. I was very confident, very quickly. So I'm down Shocker. there like doing shit, like, like holding the fucking um, little PVC squares that we were yeah. swimming through to do our peak performance buoyancy and shit and like all that. So um, I would go, I would always go first in whatever thing we were doing just yeah. so that I didn't have to sit and wait for everyone to, to sure to go or whatever so he would like point at me go first and i'd just be sitting there and i would just practice peeing or practice back <laughs> or practice fucking whatever but uh, i i think i got it down now i can pee down at depth which that's that's all i wanted to be able to do when uh, when i came here to this dive center um <laughs> and listen <laughs> people may not want to hear this <laughs> It kind of feels good peeing in your fucking wetsuit. Like I used to pee in my wetsuit all the fucking time. And th I mean, that's more because the water in San Diego is fucking freezing, but it feels good peeing in your wetsuit. I don't know what to tell you. Like it just does. Call me um, crazy. Okay. That's fucking funny, Benny. I, I got a, a funny little dive story about, about wetsuits. So uh, when John and I were living together, his brother came down to visit for like, like a, I think he was there for like a long weekend or something. Lives in Colorado, and John's older brother's like, a, he's like a football, like hardo, like tough guy. And I mean, great dude. I like Kevin a lot, but he's he's like he's just a typical like hardo bro, exactly, just an older version of John Riley. So we were taking him diving this place we this reef we used to always go spearfish at, and. uh uh, two of our roommates worked at Rip Curl in uh, in PB, and so Rip Curl rents out wetsuits. So we used to be able to rent. Well, if anybody that we knew needed a wetsuit, we could get them for free. So we're like, all right, we're taking down a Rip Curl. We'll get you a, a wetsuit. And he's like, I don't need a fucking wetsuit. We're like, dude, you should like you should probably wear a wetsuit. And he's like, I don't fucking need a wetsuit. Like, okay. So we get out and you know we're cruising around, and we used to wear. I think mine was a three, two. So, cause they were like surf. We, I had a surf wetsuit, but I just borrowed one of my roommates and uh, we get in the water. We're in the water for maybe seven minutes and we're like up at the surface. And he's like, I don't think I can handle this. Like I got to get out. He <laughs> just, it was too fucking cold for him. I mean, and don't get me wrong. The, uh, like, I'm not saying I'm a hardo either. Like fucking the water is freezing. Um, in San here, let me, let me tell you this one just right on top of that the dive master actually he's he's an instructor as well but he's doing his msdt so he's underneath that's like master scuba diver trainer yep. so that's the highest one you can go um pretty much uh that's not true but like 
in terms of like instructing yeah. msdt is as high as you can get so he he was our instructor for the open water course and like he's a cool kid he's from seattle um but he never ever wore a wetsuit so we start yeah. doing our dives still dude it, we're talking torrential downpours like it's pouring rain out on the boat yeah it's the the first four feet of water is fucking freezing because yeah. it's rainwater. Right, yeah right so he's still no wetsuit no wetsuit fucking the day we go to start our advanced course they get a um a text message oh sorry uh ao's not going to be with us he's he's got a real bad fever so all that shit talk and not wearing a wetsuit and then being in the cold ass water he's been out for a week dude sick so um i get it like just wear the wetsuit just know? wear the fucking, fucking wetsuit for god's sakes you know i know they're a little like you know they're kind of a pain in the ass pain in the ass to get in and out of but once you get used to it they're they're super easy um so yeah all, ben, all of us that we're listen we're gonna i think we're gonna wrap up a little early this week too but we do have one thing we got to talk about real quick uh because we haven't mentioned it and it happened like three weeks ago. They found uh, Brian Laundry's remains. Air quotes. Yeah, actually, I don't even know that we want to bring that up because I'm, I think that was the most wishy-washy story I've ever heard of in my entire fucking life. I mean, did we not just go back however many episodes and just listen to what we said and the exact same thing played out? Like, we guessed it exactly. Just the easiest way to stop an investigation is oh we found his remains it's over with done see ya and that was it yeah. and yeah. no more oh, yeah. was ever said oh yeah and then and then we live in a fucking world where everyone just believes it that's the that's the best thing oh that that man hunts over they found him it's like yeah that's I'm the sure they thing. found him I'm 24 sure they hour found news him. cycle Benny that's the fucking that's the way and, and we almost got to give we almost got to give that thing credit for how long it stayed in the in the 24-hour news cycle yeah yeah they did a good job they they yeah. turned it into a few you know a few weeks a month um 2400 hour yeah that's crazy Maybe not that long hey uh a sh- a quick shout out to uh to meredith and and katie meese they're headed out to uh to jackson i don't know if it's this week or next week um Hope you guys have a blast. It's a great fucking yes. spot. Fuck yeah. If you want to get me another Bud sweatshirt while while you're there, that'd, that'd be cool. Mine, mine's, no, I saw everything's fine with mine. It's just taking a beating. Like I can, for whatever reason, it's like I can not spill anything on anything I own for weeks. And then I put that sweatshirt on and just instantly something. Get, I was wearing that when my French press fucking exploded all over me last week. So you know, just, uh, well then, hey, the beautiful thing is, is you actually could probably tell them to go get you one, or I could just tell someone to get you one and send it to you. So nah, I'll just um, fucking wait, Ben. I'll just wait till you're back out there, and then uh, you know I'll go out myself. And when's that? Mar- March? You're back out there? Um, yeah, we we may. We're not sure. Yeah, what I life. might buy it. I might buy a boat, and we might go live in the Keys for the summer. That's. Well, I'll come busy there too. That sounds okay. I, I know. That sounds awful. I'm <laughs> pull, I, pull my I'm, leg. <laughs> when I say like I'm into diving, like I'm not. I'm gonna. I think I'll be. We're gonna be diving quite a fucking bit. Yeah, and I, uh, th- there is something really, really, really special about it, especially when you're like confident doing it. Yeah, and also I think 
you know, when you start getting into different shit, it's like, you know, you can, I would like to just go, I mean, I need to do 20 dives before I can do my uh, lionfish course. Yeah. Um, so I have, I'm at 13 logged dives right now. So I need, what's the math there? Seven, seven. more. Yep. Seven. And then, uh, okay, good. Brain's still on. Brain's, Brain's still on. on. Um, and then I can sign up for a lionfish course. And then once I get that, I'll have like, you get the, the cert for the entire Caribbean technically. So, yeah. um, so then but I want to go, fucking yeah. Cause and then, and then, fire it, on lionfish. right. And then it becomes more of like, okay, well you get to dive and then you get to eat too. Right. You know, go Which, catch dinner and, any, and you're saving the reef. I was just going to say for any soft hearted, uh, uh, animal activists listening to this lionfish are an invasive species that are destroying every the coral single, reefs, which every are, single place in the, in the world, they are invasive and they, you, it is, it, it's, I don't know if it's mandatory, but you're like, if you, you're supposed to kill them because what happens is they don't have any predators. Yeah. So they, they, cause they're poisonous, have right? these po- they have poisonous, uh, spines, nothing can eat them. So that's why, that's why you got to take a course. You got to learn how to, um, handle you know clean them um the the tips of all their i i guess it's like it it almost like looks like like catfish spikes i don't know what we'd call them like antennas so that's what has the poison in them so nothing can get close to them and then they just they take over the entire reef and then they kill all the 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 native fish that live there so like like yesterday they came because they had a lionfish course yesterday here they came back. They had about 15 on the end of the dock. They clean yep. them all. There's a couple shop cats that just sit out there and eat the fuck. It's awesome, awesome, dude. It's just such a cool like thing. So they cleaned them all. They had all this fucking meat. They took half of it and did probably like, let's just call it for um, volume purposes, like a two gallon bowl of lionfish ceviche, tomato, Sounds awesome. fucking lime, lime juice avocado onion, onion um cilantro oh my, yep cilantro it was fucking world class so that's the kind of shit it's like go see some shit then you can go lobster into yeah. um down in the keys so there's a lot there's a lot happening all right well hey we'll just see. keep, just we'll keep me in the loop benny sounds yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. sounds good sounds just yeah. keep me in the loop but yeah. uh to to your point yeah i think you are supposed to kill lionfish they're just like uh snakeheads um the freshwater fish because again no natural predators voracious eaters can survive out of fucking water like you're so when you catch one you're supposed to kill it but um that's as good a place as any to end i gotta i gotta go bring back my rental car and go get my car do all what did you what did you rent uh toyota camera yeah no i mean listen they offered me an sl550 or s550 they offered me uh um 911 turbo i said you know like, what guys i said listen I, i'm a man of the people i said if you want to charge me for the 911 turbo and give me the camry i'm cool and then you can do the, the opposite with somebody else give them the 911 and then charge them for a camry so you know whoever made out that day really really happy for him uh, uh, but uh what so what does that mean for your vehicle i need a new alternator had him do a. uh, uh uh serpentine belt and then uh had them do an oil change while they're at it look like at the end yeah, of the day aaron aaron you've been driving a paid off car for five years it's got two hundred and eighty-two thousand miles on it um 
the thing is, is I am in the market for a new car. I have been looking at cars for the last couple of months, but the, the problem is, is like the used cars market's insane. Cars are going for three, $4,000 over Kelly Blue Book. It's like, if you want to buy the Toyota Camry I'm currently renting, which I think is like a 2020, 2019, if it has 85,000 miles on, it's going for 20 grand. Like it's fucking ridiculous what these cars are going for right now. So I'd rather spend five, 600 bucks keeping this thing on the road, hopefully wait Um, out this shit and then, and then get a new car. I'm, I'm officially, uh, I'm driving uh, my own vehicle as of, uh, the week before I left here. Cause I didn't want to have to pay my truck oh, payment right. while I was down here. So I just paid it off, which was yeah. a you know, significant chunk of change, but yeah, no, it, it feels good to own my vehicle that I don't even get to see. <laughs> It's, it's back in America. Your vehicle mine, that's in no. a different country, but hey, I own that bitch. That's fucking funny. Um, it, it is nice uh, though, like not having. I mean, not having a car payment. I like not having a car payment. So if, like, you know, put it this way, this is the first major thing it's had to go in for this year. So if you figure I spend five hundred to a thousand, you know, let's just say a thousand bucks a year in maintenance. Well, that's significantly cheaper than the. $2,500 I was paying in a car payment every year. So, Hey, well, at least, no interest. At, Hey, I don't know if you know this, but my truck is uh, like, it's really expensive. It's close to a million dollar truck oh, because wow. um, you know, had I just, you know, put that seven grand into uh, ether when I could have <laughs> uh, back then, that, that's what I put down on it. And yeah. like looking back, terrible, terrible, terrible business decision. Um, could have let that grow, 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 and then paid off the truck with the seven grand that I yeah. put down. Yeah, but, yeah. uh, you know, you live and you learn. Let me, let me look at something real quick. Actually. Okay. Uh, let's go back to 2000. Okay. So Ethereum didn't even exist when I owned, when I bought my car, but let's say it did. Let's see. It did. So I put 5,000 down. Um, so I would have had 7,000 ether. So what's that? 28 million bucks. Uh, we'll say 4,600, uh, 32 million dollars. If I had put, said <laughs> uh, uh, I have a Hyundai Sonata that's got 282,000 miles on <laughs> I had a buddy say that to me the other day. We were talking and we were talking uh, talking about how back, you know, in 2017, I had 25 Ether. And he's like, he's like, dude, with all the things you've bought or almost bought or didn't buy, you'd be a millionaire like five times over at this point. I was like, yep, thanks for thanks for the reminder, bro. But we're on the path. But all right, let's wrap this up. Uh, episode 89 of the Sunday Conversation Podcast brought to you by Loyalty Liquors. Uh, who's hiring. So if you're in the Metroplex area, check it out. Uh, <laughs> pack leashes, go to packleashes.com, P A C K L E A S H E S.com. Use promo code Sasha baby 20, get 20% off your order. Uh, check us out on Instagram at Sunday conversation. Jack has sent me memes that I have to get up. That's on me, Jack, a lot of shit going on, not on you. That's on me, baby. Uh, while there, the link to our Patreon page is in our bio. Check it out. Not cool. Whatever. Uh, life goes on. Benny, you got anything else? No, bro. Just fucking, Hey, 
tough week last week, turn that shit around and, and just have a have a stifling week this week. Is that even a word? Yeah, it yeah, is, but that's like your the, fucking the, hot coffee that you spilled all over yourself. So no, that um, you, that's that's not how the wrong you use stifling. Stifling defense. Stifling, very hot and causing difficulties in breathing or suffocating. So you want me to have a suffocating week this week? Okay, good. <laughs> Making one feel constrained or oppressed is the second <laughs> definition. Awesome, man. Thanks for sending me out on that. Great chat, buddy. Love you. Love you, bro.